Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah! Al, you're the uh, family guy person on this show. What, what's that character's name on Family Guy that we heard right there? The old man with the, uh, the, the whistle when he says S-words? No, no, no. Not Family Guy. No? No. I thought you were the fan. Who am I? Really? Not Family Guy. Wasn't much of a Simpsons guy. Were you Simpsons Family Guy? I love the Simpsons. I could talk about it all day long. But the fam, fam, I, anyway, I, I forget his name. I'll, I'll text Chris because no, nobody likes that character more than Chris. <laughs> he slips that guy in as often as he can. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. I don't know how to take some of these tweets, Al. Pretty funny. Uh, this is from Dave, and Dave writes, Your passion for and knowledge of processed meat theme songs is both admirable and disappointing. I, per- I, I like admirable. Why is it disappointing that I remember a jingle? Why, why should I feel bad about that? I love the, that, that's, the description is perfect. Like, <laughs> wow, so much respect. Wow, it's, I just respect them a lot less. You know, like I love that that's exactly. in the same sentence. You know what I mean? <laughs> Big E writes, I just want to thank Trav for the wonderful rendition of the Oscar Mayer Wiener song. And as an encore, the baloney song was fire. <laughs> I don't know if it, it was. That's what that. all the kids are saying these days. That baloney song was fire. That's what you, everybody is saying on. You could ask me my password yeah. to anything. I don't know what it is. Every time I go to a site, I have to click the forgot your password and reset it every single time. But if you ask me about George Brett's batting average in 1980 sure. or the baloney song, I've got Those it, have, I got it locked unlocked. and loaded, ready to go. My memory is the dumbest thing ever. I'm the, I'm the opposite on the passwords, bro. You get one of them, you are in. What do you need? Union Bank, my Chase account, you want to get into Netflix, YouTube oh, subscription. All oh, you're all good to that's go. Like, it's, that's like it's Internet gold. Safety 101. That's like yeah. the worst thing you can do. It's your first name, your last name, your birth date. And I'm like, yep, that's it. I got it. Nobody's going to figure this one out. <laughs> no one's going to figure this one out. You should out. have it be your social security number and just give them all of them all at the same time. No, no, because once, once you get in any of those accounts, social security is also listed there. just want to make it a little bit easier. Perfect. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear Hotline. Before we talk about LeBron, uh, I need to go to Ollie. Ollie in Fountain Valley. Hashtag Ask Slee. What's up, Ollie? Hi, guys. Love your show. Thanks. Thank you. Appreciate Please. it. Can you say Cooper Cup, Cobra Kai five times fast? <laughs> We're going to find out right now. Um, Cooper Cup, Cobra Kai. All right, here we go. Cooper Cup, Cobra Kai. Cobra, Cooper Cup, Cobra Kai. Cooper Cup, Cobra Kai. Cooper Cup. <laughs> Poop. You, you threw a poop in there. Cooper Cup, Cobra Kai, Cooper Cup, Cobra Kai, Cooper Cup, Cobra Kai, Cooper Cup, Cobra Kai, Cooper Cup, Cobra Kai. Ooh, that was really good. That that last try one. It. You, you, try I, it. Try right oh. now. I, I, Cooper Cup, Cobra Kai, Cooper Cup, Cobra Kai, Cooper Cup, Cobra Kai, Cooper Cup, Cobra Kai, Cooper Cup, Cobra Kai. Uh, that's it. That was... That seemed like that was a walk in the park for me. Why, why did I have to close my eyes to do it? I, I was like trying to. I was trying to channel uh, Dan, uh, Johnny Lawrence to, no, it's to, to lead me to the it's, promised it's, land. It's big time focus <laughs> and attention. Oh my goodness! All right, let's talk about uh, LeBron 
Charles Oakley, who's close with LeBron, um, said something that I think, you know, we, we've heard a few times before. This is not the first time we've heard it, but considering the source and considering where the Lakers are in this particular season, I feel like it means maybe a little bit something else. Here's Charles Oakley. All right, so there, there's, you know, the, kind Cooper of a Cup, wrinkle. Cooper Cup guy. Cooper Cup. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, uh, there's a wrinkle to this, and, you know, I, I don't know what happens – Let's say you and I are trying to make an argument for what the Lakers should do after this year. Let's say things just go exactly like they're going right now, and you make it to the playing tournament. You get out of the playing tournament, and it's a first-round loss to the Phoenix Suns or a first-round loss to the Golden State Warriors, which is probably the path that makes most sense right now uh, for the Lakers. What do you do from here, Trav? Like, what what do you do this upcoming offseason? Because I think the question that Charles Oakley has about what LeBron James would do or what he should do, he'll have one more year left on his contract with the Lakers. And I think there's also a part of this of do the Lakers kind of continue down this path and say, okay, well, this is what's happened over the last four years. You first year, um, you didn't have enough talent. You didn't have Anthony Davis. LeBron got injured. You don't make the playoffs. Second year, you go get Anthony Davis. COVID season, things are clicking, everything stops, you go to Orlando, you win a championship with AD. Third season, you think you have a chance, but injuries are up in the air the entire time. You get into the playoffs, you go up 2-1 against Phoenix, AD gets injured, the season's a wrap, and then here we are this year where you go all in with Russ, and obviously things are not working out. What I, I'm curious, it's not just the Charles Oakley piece of, well, what should LeBron do? How about the Lakers in general as well? That's it. Of, of, that's of it. What's I'll, the I, big picture in the short I, term? I think you, I think that's exactly right because for the, the the question of should LeBron go somewhere else to try to win another championship has been out there before, right? That maybe he wants to go here, there, the next, but whatever. That LeBron has made it very clear he's willing to go to different teams. He's, he's done it a handful of times in his career, so that's always been a part of it. But what you just said, I think, is what makes this so interesting for the first time. Maybe. This is in the Lakers' best interest, too, to at least talk about this. Because what you just said, this is LeBron James' fourth year in Los Angeles. One of them was the ultimate prize. They win a championship, right? So I don't care what anybody says. If you would have said at the beginning of the LeBron James era, hey, he's going to get you a championship. You want it? Yep, let's go. Let, let, let's do it. They've already checked that box. The other three seasons have been bad, injury-riddled, and bad again. Not because he's been bad. That that he, his his performance has been LeBron James like throughout the entire thing. But the fact of the matter is, the Lakers. This kind of goes together with something else we mentioned. There there was a quote, an anonymous quote that Ramona had that the Lakers sink every time LeBron misses a game. That's terrible news moving forward because what that means to me is that there's nobody in that locker room that's taking on a leadership position that's able to kind of grab this and say, guys, yeah, maybe five he's and gone, ten without him, but I'm here. And, and we're talking about Anthony Davis in this situation. Clearly, nobody's nobody's picking up the leadership role. So, if he's not the answer, and LeBron may be open to the idea of going somewhere else, and the Lakers are in a position now where it's play-in game is your last hope, for the first time ever, it makes sense to start thinking about what's coming next. And maybe it's with LeBron, and maybe it's not. But up until very recently, I don't think there was a next that didn't include LeBron James. And I'm talking about in the next year or two. Sure. Now it's, I don't know. I mean, maybe it is time to start thinking about life beyond LeBron, life beyond AD. Because AD's made it very clear he's not ready for this. He's just he's just not that guy. So now what? Okay, so I, 
if I just play the LeBron piece, what would LeBron James do next season? Um, he's under contract with the Lakers for one more year. Mm-hmm. Personally, personally, I don't think he's going to go anywhere. I think, you know, part of – remember when he was first coming to L.A., everybody was talking about, well, what's really his interest? Is it still basketball or is it everything else that comes with it? Is it, well, there's Space Jam and it's his family and he's, you know, all of that of I want to raise my kids out here in Southern California – I don't think he's going to go anywhere. And one thing LeBron did right out the gate is he did shut everybody up with this whole, well, is he coming out here to try to win? He's right. been trying to win. And there's no, you know, obviously no question about that. His performance is, it's, it's unimpeachable. There, there's nothing that he's done on the he's court. He's averaging you, 29 it, points a game exactly. at age 37. Exactly. And, and on top of that, you won a championship with him. I think from an organization perspective, if the question is, is it the right time or would it be a good strategic move to start thinking over the summer, hey, maybe we just hit the reset button because this, this ship has sailed. The ship is sailing, but it potentially has sailed as well. I, I'm okay with them playing out his contract because I, I do think this is what's going to happen, Trev. I, I think this is what's going to happen in the summer. Let's say you lose in the first round of the playoffs. Let's say you get out of the playing tournament because that's not a guarantee, too. What if LeBron's not healthy? What if he's back and forth and this and that? We know if LeBron's not in the lineup, there's a much stronger chance they don't get out of the playing tournament than they get out of the playing tournament. But let's say he's there and you roll the dice and you say, okay, let's take our shot. We got LeBron, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook. Let's go into seven-game set against the Suns and the Warriors. Everyone would be surprised if they won one of those rounds. Okay, So the season ends. I think with one year left on the contract, this is what's going to happen with the Lakers in the offseason. They'll probably shop Russ. And I think Russ is actually, his contract won't look nearly as bad. I know he's going to make $47 million. It's <laughs> a good job. But you'd be, you'd be surprised. Uh, um, an expiring contract in the NBA, that's not like it's not movable. It right. is movable. And I think they'll roll the dice one more year, as I would if I were them, because kicking the can one more year down the road, to me, it doesn't seem like that big of a deal based off of what the Lakers will, you know, really when they hit that reset button, it's probably going to be a true reset. Uh, reset. We'll see what happens with AD. Yeah, I, I, yeah I, given the options that you laid out, I think the best option for the Lakers is let's keep LeBron, let's do it again, let's hope Anthony Davis rediscovers his 2020 mojo, and let's – Try to build, learn from a, your mistakes in the offseason. And yep. build a team around them that's different than the team that they have right now. I think that's their best option. But I think what's changed is it's not their only option anymore. It, 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 but coming into the season, now when they made the deal for Westbrook, as much as I didn't like it, it made sense. Because it was, it was we got to do this. Who, who knows how much longer he's going to play like this? Well, it turns out he's still playing like this. Now he's hurt now. But yeah. maximize your opportunities with LeBron. And I still think that that's the right thing to do. The difference is I'm willing to listen to the other thing because Anthony Davis has proven again that that's not – what he's about it didn't happen in new orleans it's not happening here when lebron isn't around when lebron's around he can be transcendent yeah but lebron's not going to be here forever so do you start prepping for life after lebron which probably means life after ad now or do you just you cross your fingers close your eyes and throw the dice and say let's hope it happens that we hit the jackpot one more time i think that's the better of two not super great options so the anthony davis piece you and I were chat- chatting about this, and just kind of just a regular conversation uh, before the show started. I- is he still a franchise player? And let me let me kind of explain what I mean by that, because I think there's different definitions of a franchise player. 
when I think of a franchise player, what I what I'm referring to there is he is by far clearly the best player on your team. You can get to the playoffs with that player. Now, the the way the NBA is structured, you got to have help. So, Joel Embiid is only going to be able to take the Sixers so far. He's going to need help. Jokic is only going to be able to take the Nuggets so far. He's going to need help. But those are franchise players. Those are guys you could put in the center and say, we're going to go to the playoffs and we're going to have somewhat of success. All the big men that we used to talk about with Anthony Davis, right? AD used to be in that conversation. Is Embiid a franchise player? Yes. Is Jokic a franchise player? I think he is. Is Giannis a franchise player? I think he's proven that. Luka? Sure. John ja Morant? And I'm, I'm, I'm pointing out players that Damian Lillard over the years has proven he's a franchise player. But I, I, I bring those names up because right now if I said the Lakers, Anthony Davis is the best player on this Lakers team. Lillard, I think, is the best comp that you've gone through. Even though they're very different players, I think Lillard is the best one because everyone else you've mentioned, the graph is going up. The Giannis is, they hit the jackpot. They won a title. So I think that one is. But the, the Luka graph is going up. The Embiid graph is going up. The the uh, Jokic graph is going up. And, and maybe starting to plateau a little bit. We'll see. I mean, he won an MVP. Might win another one this year. But the Lillard one, I think, is the best comp. Because he's been the best player in Portland for a really long time. Right? They're kind of capped out in where they are. Once, I know mean, they got to the Western Conference Finals a couple of years ago. But th- that's who they are. Right? They, they're a good team. But they're not a great team. I think that's where Anthony Davis's range is because when we saw it in New Orleans, it was, yeah, they're good, and Anthony Davis is kind of a scary guy because when he gets going, there, there really isn't a matchup him that, that, he, that doesn't favor him. I get it, but they'd get knocked out, and they'd get knocked out. They won one playoff series. And really his career here in L.A. has been great for one season with LeBron James maxed out and then two injury injury filled seasons that are kind of up and down and all over the map I think that's what it is his graph is flat as a pancake so the and and I like the Dame comp too the difference with the Dame comp he could be the best player on a team in the Western Conference and make some noise in the playoffs right that that's what Damian Lillard Lillard, has been able to do in his career yes do you know what Dame has always missed in his career Somebody as good as him on the same team, which a lot of these other championship teams have. C.J. McCollum is not that guy. Dame needs a guy like Anthony Davis, right? If if he was going to where Those Dame two is guys kind together of together would be fascinating. Well, well, Travis, the reason why I say it is because Dame is alpha. He is like he Dame is. is. Give me the ball. No question. I, I'm I'm cold blooded. I go for the kill. The problem is. You can't have one player on a team that's that, and he's by the way six three. He's not, you know, six nine like LeBron size, and could just take over games or Embiid or something along those lines. So I, I mention that because franchise players is Anthony Davis a franchise player? I think he's moved out of that conversation where a couple of years ago it was no question about it that he was. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear Hotline. Okay, so. We talked about Sean McVay, that getting the right guy can kind of just launch you in a totally different direction as a franchise. Did the Raiders go a little quick when they were making their decision on who to hire as the head coach? Because there's another name that looks like it's about to land that probably would have been a better fit. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. I'm, I'm up for more, Astley. You want to drop it in on a Tuesday and Thursday, Al? You ready for that yet? We, we're almost to okay. a year. This is, this, is, this is a real thing. Okay. We have to, even if it's, you know, you pick the frequency of this. Maybe it's once every couple of weeks. Maybe it's once a month. Yeah. Ask Trav. Oh, I'm, I'm, whenever you want to do it. I, I'm 100% I mean, up there, for it. I, I, I know that there would be fantastic response. People want to kind of put you in certain predicaments as well. What would you do in this situation, that sure. situation? I don't know how often you want to do it. But I well, think, a, you know, let's let's lob one of those in there. There's, there's a couple of things going on. We can do it, and I'm not saying no, and we should do it sooner than later. I'm 100% here for it. Okay. The, the, I don't want to take away from Ask Slee. I like Ask Slee as it is. And the reason that originally – I wanted to do Ask Slee three days a week, and, and, I'll be honest, and I'm wrong, and I've never been happier to be wrong. I thought that maybe asking everybody to do it five days a week might be a little much, right? That the, the, the listener component of it, they might not be up for it five. They are. <laughs> they are 100% up for it. So maybe we, instead of adding an Ask Travis, we put more Ask Slees into the mix. But I also think like there is kind of a balance of you get it one day, you don't get it the next. You get it one day, yeah, you don't get it the wrong. next. You're not you know? wrong. By the time you hit Friday, two days off, back at it on Monday. <laughs> How about this for a tweet? This is from Capitano Matt. Uh, Trav, Slee, I was waiting for the Big Mac song, hashtag Jingle Chat. Do you know the Big Mac song? Sing it for me. If I start it for you, you could probably finish it. To all beef, patty, special sauce, lettuce, can't cheese, it. pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. You don't remember it's funny. that one? No, I do remember the song, but I, I cannot sing it. <laughs> Somebody wanted to know why I sang the Oscar Mayer song to the same cadence as the UCLA fight song. If I did, I didn't mean to. They're different songs. It was literally the Pledge of Allegiance. Like I, I stood there. I'm like, look how proud Travis is singing this song. Ready, begin. Oh, I wish I were an Oscar Mayer wiener. I could... <laughs> that's what I would truly like to be because if I were an Oscar Mayer wiener everyone would be in love with me <laughs> not bad it's not bad not bad, it's not bad. all right so uh the Raiders have a new head coach Josh McDaniels is their new head coach and I, I don't think it's a bad hire at all. I, I think it's an interesting hire because he had an opportunity to go coach the Colts a few years ago and got and, and accepted the job, and then at the eleventh hour backed out. He's like, I'm continue. good. I'm good. But thank <laughs> Literally. you. Literally, yeah. <laughs> thank hey, you. you right. want to be our coach? Yes, I do very much. We're going to announce it. Okay, cool. Okay, Josh McDaniels, our new coach. Yeah. Uh, real quick. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> so that's what happened in Indianapolis, and the assumption was. Uh, they, is this somebody, is this the equivalent? Have I told you the story about Golden Corral? No, hit me. This is the equivalent. Like this is almost is probably similar numbers as far as like the actual job offer that I got offered a job at Golden Corral <laughs> when I was 16 years old. <laughs> and then I said to them, I said, um, "Can I call you back?" 
And then by the time I called him back, this was the GM. He was uh, he started dodging a couple calls. I'm like, that's probably not a good sign. And then uh, eventually he said that uh, we've gone a different direction. Thank you for your time. Yeah, whenever you return the call to accept the job and they won't take the call, that's bad yep. news. Yep. That, that, that is a bad sign. So McDaniels did that to Indy. So basically same thing, right? Yeah, like very similar. Golden, Golden Corral, Corral McDaniels <laughs> with the Indianapolis boy, Colts. NFL head coach, same, yes. same. To- yes. Totally the same deal. So no I've question. been there. That's all I'm trying to you, say you is can relate. I can speak the language of where Josh McDaniels is coming from. So it was assumed that Bill Belichick or somebody in the New England Patriots kind of whispered near and say, hey, listen, Bill's not going to be here forever. Uh, you're our guy. When Bill decides it's time to go to the next thing or, or retired, you're going to be the guy. So that was kind of the assumption. Well, now he's in Las Vegas. So cool. I, I don't think it's a bad hire. He was he did not do a great job in Denver, but kind of so what, right? Usually it's the second bite at the apple that you do a, a better job with. So when they made the announcement, I'm like, all right, that that's a pretty good hire. But all of a sudden. You're hearing reports out of Minnesota that Jim Harbaugh is very, very close to taking that Vikings job. Other than the guys that already have jobs in the NFL, I don't know if there's a better guy for a a, a team like the Raiders or any team that's looking to take that next level than Jim Harbaugh. Put his deal aside. He's He's a difficult guy to have around. Al, he's a really good football coach. He showed up in San Francisco when the Niners were terrible Mm -hmm. and made them very, very good almost overnight. If they could have had a run at him, wouldn't you rather have Harbaugh than McDaniels? So I I just kind of assumed this, right? When when Josh McDaniels, which it's not like it was, you know, I I felt like everything just kind of happened quick. It was like, okay, hey, Josh McDaniels, the coach of the Raiders. I just assumed Harbaugh was out of the mix. Like, oh, okay, then he must be going back to Michigan, right? Like, Harbaugh's not interested. And, and who knows? We don't have the full details. And eventually, if he ends up getting the coach with the Vikings, maybe that's one of the questions that's asked. Um, I'm with you on that. You know, I, I, I think there's – it's one thing to have. Josh McDaniels has a great resume with the Patriots. Um Probably took that Broncos job and he was unprepared. He wasn't ready. Didn't too know soon. what the hell was going on too soon. But you know what? That's all. also part of the great experience that sure. he has that under his belt. Sure. And now he can say, okay, I can go learn from all these mistakes, learn from one of the greatest to ever do it, the greatest to do it in Bill Belichick. Now I apply some of that stuff into the Raiders organization. Harbaugh's been successful everywhere. He's done it at every level. Um, obviously his success with the 49ers – I thought when that name was originally brought up with the Raiders, it was like, damn, they can go get Harbaugh. And if he ends up with the Minnesota Vikings, that is a surprise. And, again, we don't know all the details. Maybe maybe, maybe, maybe Harbaugh wasn't no. interested in the Raiders. Right. Right? Right. Maybe the Raiders were like, hey, we, we, we don't want to wait here. We, we feel good about Josh McDaniels. We feel good about the GM as well. Let's do this package deal together and get these guys to go. But if you just ask me point blank, who do you want as your head coach of your NFL franchise? Do you want Josh McDaniels or do you want um, Harbaugh? I, I would take Harbaugh, and I, I don't think, think I'd hesitate on that Think one. about what he's done. Mm-hmm. He went to Stanford, right? Stanford. Had, he went to USD. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I, I, he was at I, USD before then, which is a, a small. And they were like school. eleven and one the moment he got there, right? <laughs> yeah, they play like was it Division three football? They play small school football or Division. They play one online colleges. <laughs> it's actually they just play Madden against like Cal State uh, Dominguez Hills. They just they, they they play Madden games against each other. They play That's Devry how- <laughs> Devry University next week. But, but you're right. He goes and and has USD with a real football program. He goes mm-hmm. to Stanford. Stanford, other than once in a blue moon, is a bottom feeder in the in the Pac-12 or Pac-10 at the time. Right? They just they weren't about that. 
He shows up. Turn them around the- over freaking night. Boom. Done. Done. Yeah. And, and by the way, they've stayed cranked up because mm-hmm. David Shaw's done a really good job too. So they, they've become a player in the Pac-12 because Jim Harbaugh kind of jumps. You know who could – Bill Walsh couldn't jumpstart Stanford. Denny Green didn't jumpstart Stanford. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were okay, but he made them uh, – they, they were a BCS-caliber football team. San Francisco – remember what it was? Hey, uh, he's going to come in here. He's going to tank this thing so he can draft Andrew Luck number one overall and they can do it in the NFL. No, what he did was he took Alex Smith to the NFC Championship game. What he did is he took Colin Kaepernick to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. This is not a guy that doesn't have a track record. And if I'm a Raider fan, the part that would be alarming, if if they thought Josh McDaniels is their guy, that's cool. Fine. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. I'm with you. But if they wanted Harbaugh and Harbaugh said no, that's a red flag. Because Harbaugh has a pretty good antenna, right? He's got a pretty good nose for what works and what doesn't work. And if he went in there and saw the pitch or met Mark Davis or whatever whatever piece of the puzzle it was, he go, nah, I don't think so. I'm going to go mm-hmm. check out the Vikings. That's a problem. Yeah, I'm hoping. Like I said, I think it all happened so quick. And there's some interest to see. All right, well, we'll – is Harbaugh – I want to hear his response. Like, I hope that question is asked if he gets a job in Minnesota. And maybe there's some backstories where we'll get a little bit more information, but I'm with you. If if this is the Raiders saying, hey, Harbaugh's our guy, let's go get him, and Harbaugh's like, eh, I'm good, but thank you. I appreciate it. I'm going to go to the Minnesota Vikings. Like, it's not even like he's ending up with the Pittsburgh Steelers or he's ending up one of these – you know, and don't get me wrong. The Vikings have a great fan base and everything else, but – They're not the Raiders. Um, they're not the Raiders. They're not, they're not yeah. the Raiders. Yeah. The, the, the Raiders are on the short list, right? Yep. The, 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 the Raiders are one of those teams that have fans in every city in America. They, they're incredibly loyal. And if you do it with the Raiders, it's different than doing it with Next the level. Jacksonville Jags. It's just no question it's about different. it. different. And, and there's only maybe 10 of those jobs in the whole league, and that's certainly one of them along the way. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hey guys, I think we should have just a segment of you guys singing random jingles. Uh, what do you want? You can definitely N- get that uh, sponsored. I'm like a jukebox. Just drop in a quarter and I'll give you whatever you want. Hot pockets <laughs> <laughs> is a good one. Uh, do that Shania Twain song. Ooh, I feel like a woman. That, that one? That's the only Shania, say, <laughs> just Shania Twain song I know. That was solid. That was good. That was really good. <laughs> I'm telling you, I got, I got some hidden skills, Al. All right, guys. Up first, uh, when you go to our grocery store, 
You always go to self-checkout if you have the choice. Alan, is this factor cap? What's it looking like, right? So I, I think that's that's it for me. If I can deal with a human being and I don't have to wait for you know six people in front of me, I'm going right away. We're throwing it in. We're, we're going through the process of just dealing with an actual person. They do all the work. If I need to go to self-checkout, no problem. I'm going to do it. Eh, sometimes the scanner, I can't find the scanner. Now I got fruit. Now I'm sitting there like I'm uh, within a computer, and now I, I, I got to go to seven <laughs> different pages. Now the red light comes on because I put something in wrong, and now somebody's got to come over to me. Override. I don't mind doing it. I'm okay. I'm all, I'm all right with doing it, the whole thing. But there is a the convenience factor of just having somebody else do it for you is better than me doing it myself. If there are too many people in front of me, Trav, I'll go to self-checkout. This probably does not come as a huge surprise to you guys, but I have a whole game plan when I attack the grocery store. Like it, it, it is exactly what you're talking about. If I have produce, Why is then that it's guy a- sweating. Oh no, he's. This is what he does every <laughs> Tuesday at two. If I have produce, it's automatic. I'm not doing self checkout. I'm not looking for the number. I'm not looking things. It's not up. that hard. I'm not doing. It's not that, that hard. I, by I'm the way, I'm sure it's not. I'm just telling you, I'm not doing it. Like I'm not even going to try to do it. I oftentimes, when I go to the grocery store, will pick up some wine or maybe a little beer or something like that. You can't use self checkout with alcohol. It's it's against the rules. You can't do it. So that steers me back towards the regular checkout line. And because I'm a regular grocery store person, I like to go to the store. It's a weird thing. I like I like going. I don't mind going every other day or so. I, I enjoy it. I know which of the checkers are the good ones and the bad ones. So if there are only bad ones available, I'm going to the self-checkout. If I'm just popping in for a quick sushi and a Perrier or whatever it is, just a quick little lunch, self-checkout for sure. But the second I have a cart, I'm going to have you do it. I'm going to have you bag it. I'm going to have you ring it up. I'm well, not doing got a any lot of that of stuff I- If myself. you got a lot of items, too, that's, that's one where I'm like, I'm just going to wait here. I'm Plus, not no taking alcohol. my entire a- cart through here. Do I do I call Governor Newsom? Who, who's in charge of me not being able to buzz my bottle of wine out in self checkout? That's ridiculous. I I should be able. You to look suspicious, look, Travis. Big time. I, I, Big I feel. Time. I'd like ID your ass. I feel like I'm comfortably past the point where somebody thinks I'm trying to buy alcohol illegally. Okay. I, just let me get my bottle of wine. Yeah, I, I always struggle too, but I kind of go with the. Uh, I also don't like having to bag my own groceries, even if I bring my reusable bag. So some places don't. Don't in COVID times don't want to touch reusable bags, so so it makes me not want to bring my reusable bags. I think it's a. I see Emily as a. I see Emily as a. They need to charge more than a dime. That's not. It's not enough of a deterrent. You hit me for a buck a bag. I'm going to bring my own bag. True. Dime a bag. I don't care. My my bill went up sixty cents. What do I care? But if my bill went up six bucks, I'm out. I'll bring the. I'll bring the canvas bag. You win. What is am that I red, on? Is that red light? Does that red light come on for you guys? The red light always. I, I don't know if I go through it where it's like a. I it's leave. not even. It's not even like a red light where it's. Hey, only the person who works there knows that this guy needs help. It's like it alerts everybody. I'm like, all right, I, I, I got it. I got it. I, I leave. I just pick up my stuff and walk back to the other checkout. Like, I, I, it wasn't me. I don't know who needed help over there. It wasn't me. I'm fine. Yeah. You also use self self check out if you want to check out embarrassing things. You're like, I don't want anybody else to see this besides the camera above me. But let's just uh, let's just get this in the bag. Right you get now. like rotisserie chicken, and I'm trying to I'm a, I'm gonna spill oil everywhere. Oil's going everywhere by my me trying to scan the rotisserie chicken. Uh, okay, so I know we've been talking a lot about prices at the Super Bowl lately. Um, you know, astronomical. That's why you should listen all day for your chance to get uh, tickets to the Super Game. <laughs> No, Good save. Uh, super well game. done. <laughs> I'm uh, impressed. But 
all parking should be free. Travis, is this factor cap? No. I, I Look, I understand it's it's cap. It, it needs to be relatively manageable for most people. There, you should never have to park, pay $100 to park your car. You should never have to pay the, the prices that the Super Bowl is going to get. Where Al, you said you saw somewhere asking $500. No, no, no. Actually, no, no. Wait. No, no. It's tickets for parking was $110 to $1,300. Yeah, that's, that's the range that's for parking. But if you're selling me, if I'm going to a Dodger game, right, and, and it's expensive, but if they get you for 10 or 15, okay, that, that seems fair, right? I, that seems reasonable. It's in, the, it's, it's in the line of reasonableness. But when all of a sudden I have to really make sure that, put, put it to you this way, if I can't reach into my pocket and have the cash to pay the parking, it's too much. Right, if if I have to go to a credit card to pay for your parking, it's it's too expensive. So I don't think it has to be free, but it needs to be far less expensive than it is. So it, it definitely doesn't have to be free, and and I get it. I mean, a lot of these, they're look, parking makes money. There's no Frank question McCord about it. Bought the Dodgers because he owned parking lots. Yep. I mean, come on. Does he still own like, he a does. portion of the of the parking? I think, he, I think he owns the parking lot. I do. Okay. So there's uh, there's an example there. I'm sure Dodger fans hate to hear that, but um, <laughs> I, I think the parking is one of those things, and it's not just going to a game. Go park in downtown somewhere. Park you got to go do something. You got to go run an errand or something like that, right? Parking is it says five dollars, but if you really look, it says every ten minutes. <laughs> I'm like what? every ten minutes, how am I going to go get something in ten minutes? Uh, the airport is a perfect example. Certain areas, it's like guys, we get we don't have any other choice but to park here. Do you have to gouge us? Do you have yes. to take complete advantage of the consumer? Do you have to, by the way, on top of you paid for your flight, you're paying for this, you're walking, you get a bottle of water, you can't bring it's six bucks. Like we're already getting gouged every direction. Does parking have to also be like that? Just make it reasonable. Like you said, Trav. Remember I mentioned joking around I went to SoFi and it was eighty dollars. Eighty dollars to park? Eighty dollars to park, like it just it's, seems, it just seems unreasonable. And, and the craziest part of all, out, and I've said it before, you got the cheap one. Your, right, yours there was, was one twenty. That's yeah, right. You, yours was not the expensive one, even though it's outrageously expensive. What's the next, Em? It's National Tater Tot Day. I am yeah, a huge fan. I was really excited this weekend in the press box. They had some fire tater tots. Uh, I forgot them right before I left. What uh, was more fire, the, the tater tots or Trav singing the baloney song? <laughs> was pretty fire. Because we're, lob- we're throwing fire everywhere right yeah. now. <laughs> Just curious which one was more fire. It's most fire. I think the tater tots, but uh, Travis is close second. Thank but, you. But uh, tater tots is the best version of the fried potato. Alan, is this factor cap? <sighs> this is really tough. There are some freaking great ways to uh, fry a potato. I- I'm going to go cap. And I don't even know if I feel good about this. <laughs> Curly fries, fries, you know, just fries in general. I, that's, I don't think we have to look too far. By the way, you were mentioning something last week, hash browns. No, who doesn't I mean, like that? Ha- but it was the Egg McMuffin with the hash sure. browns slipped great. inside of it. Like, that sounded like the greatest combination. But I'm going to go fries. You know, I, I think fries goes with so many different things. DeMarco was getting mad as, uh, last week because we're throwing it in a burrito for a California <laughs> burrito. I'm going fries because I can use them in many different ways. And, uh, yeah, that's where I'm going. 
Yeah, I, I don't know if there is a best to answer your question, Emily. It's not so it's cap because it's not they're all equally wonderful. There's no wrong way to fry a potato. It's a potato and you fry it and it gets wonderfully crispy on the outside. It's nice and fluffy on the inside. You put a lot of salt on it. Then if you want to go crazy and put other things like chili or cheese or onions or whatever, you go in and out and put a little of the spread on there, go animal fries. If you want to swap out the fries and put tots in there, there's there's no wrong way to do this. Waffle cut, uh, the steak fries, regular fries, curly fries, tater tots, hash browns, uh, O'Brien potatoes. There's no wrong way to do this, Al. So I'm I'm going to go cap. Emily, did we lose you? Uh-oh. I think I Emily's think down. Her, her, her mic died. <laughs> Factor cap. You like go. the baloney song better than the wiener song, Al. Factor cap. Baloney. <laughs> I got one more, guys. So uh, I told you guys about this in the break. I had a friend yesterday who posted a very interesting uh, photo on Instagram. I thought she got engaged. She actually didn't get engaged. It's a whole thing. But – it's okay. okay wait, wait, share. wait. So what, what what do you mean? So you thought she got engaged. Did she say anything on there so, thinking it was like what made you think she got she engaged? She said uh, going to spend the rest of this life with guy or like make a, a lifetime of memories with this guy. And she mm-hmm. posed like showing off a ring on her finger. And I was like, of course, this is an engagement photo. I texted her. Congratulations. She said, oh, wait, actually, like I didn't get engaged. Ha ha ha. People have been asking me about that all day. I'm like, yeah, because you obviously look like it anyway. It's a whole big deal. But it's okay to share big life events on your Instagram, social media. Travis, this is Factor Cap. It's fact, I guess. It's not for me, but if you want to do it, if you're desperate for attention from people you don't know, knock yourself out. Well, you know, what do I care? Uh, that was it, a good setup. But, but, but I, I, I'll judge you. If you're lame, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll judge you for it because you showed me the picture, Emily. That, that, that was done specifically to get the reaction that you gave her. It is terribly misleading. It is exactly the sort of picture you would expect for an engagement announcement. I'm with you. If I just saw that, I would be like, yeah, she did it knowing what it looked like, hoping that the response she got was exactly what you gave her, and then going, oh, no, guys, it's not that at all. She she trolled that whoever her followers are, got the reaction she wanted. If you need validation from that part of the universe, knock yourself out. I choose to not do that. So, listen, I personally, personally, I don't get it either. I really don't. And, again, it's somebody's preference or whatever the case is. But um, a lot of the times, let's use as an example, Trav, you and I, a lot of people that we have, first of all, people I follow on Twitter, nobody knows who the hell I am. People that I fo- or that follow me, I don't know them personally, right? So, like, there's the personal, personal things on Instagram or Twitter or something along those lines it, it's too intimate. You know what I mean? Like, don't you want to share moments like that with just the people that are actually closest to you that sure. know you, uh, know you where you're picking up the phone, you're having conversations with them. I, I get it. I understand that it, it might be more of an attention thing. It's not me at all. Some people, they freaking live for it. Some people create businesses off of it. So <laughs> hey, what am I supposed to say? I, that's different. If yeah. you're making money with this stuff, then I'm team you. If you're just doing it because you need somebody to tell you, oh, you look so pretty, or, well, that, I, I, I don't get that part of it. That that part of it's lost. You're making a few bucks, go get it. All right. The NFL, uh, Super Bowl week, Pro Bowl week, guys getting ready for the draft, and we're talking about some really ugly stuff in the NFL. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. <laughs> Here you go, Slee. This is from our guy, Blockchain Ray. Slee doesn't know the Oscar Mayer song, but I bet he knows the Cars for Kids jingle. Do you know uh, that one? No question about it. <laughs> go. All right. Let's hear it. <laughs> 1-800-CARS-FOR-KIDS, right? Oh, yeah. Bro, they, they, they put that jingle in your head. I don't even know the last time I've heard it, and it's still there. It still takes up space inside the, uh, inside the old dome. I, I don't know if this is like a question for a psychologist or a neurologist or, or somebody that does brain stuff, but why do some of those things stick forever and ever? Like, I remember the Oscar Mayer song. It's 40 years old. Mm. I, haven't, I haven't thought about that song in 40 years. And somebody says, do you know it? I'm like, oh, yeah, I know it. Why, it's why Folgers it in, in your cup. That, that one, <laughs> always in my head, too. Yeah, that, 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 by the way, that's bad coffee. Don't ever drink that. That's, <laughs> that makes you might as well drink tap water. Folgers, the official sponsor of the <laughs> Travis and Slave show. Yeah, now give me some pizza Presented some Starbucks, by Folgers. Glorious Gloria Jean. I'm a Maxwell House man. <laughs> that, that's uh, I think they were good to the last drop. Let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go to Don. Don, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Don? Uh, hello. <clears throat> hello. Um, calling from down south. I don't know if your uh, call screener let you know about that. Okay. In SD, right? Like we got it, we got it on here. Chile? No, no, no. What are we no, talking about? Uh, no, I'm way, I'm way, way, way down south. Okay. Let's move on. What do you got, Don? <laughs> It is so hot down here, and I just wanted to wish you a happy 2 two twenty two. Uh, you know, I don't really watch that much sports. They don't have that many TVs down here. Um, but, Travis, I just wanted to, to wish you a happy 2 two twenty two. In fact, I've been focusing mostly on chess down here. Um, in fact, it's been a bit frustrating. I'm trying to, to get together theory about the Bayer Gambit, B-E-Y-E-R. Take a, take a gander at that uh, after, after I hang up. I, I think you'll get a I'll, kick I'll out of it. I'll take a look at it, Don. Thank you for the phone call. I, it, it is 2-2-2-2. Two, 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 two. I mean, it's even on both sides. I mean, it feels like that Don was going for something that I'm not quite sure what he was going for, Al. I am so confused. <laughs> Wait, like you're talking about chess and way down south. He's down south. south. Way down south. Way, way, way down south. It is so hot down here. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's southern hemisphere. It's, 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 it's summer down there. It could be. Could be. Maybe he's calling from like, for listening, Brazil we, or something. We appreciate two, two, that. Two, two. That doesn't happen very often where all the numbers are the same and even on both sides, I guess. Number talk. I don't know. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support veterans with its annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program, now celebrating nine years, donating vehicles, helping vets in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. Um, the Brian Flores story. Yeah. That he is trying to create a class action suit against the NFL. He is mm-hmm. alleging uh, discrimination and 
The Bill Belichick texts certainly support that these interviews that he was going on were kind of, you know, perfunctory. They're a bit of a sham that they'd already made up their mind prior to even interviewing Brian Flores because Bill Belichick had heard that Brian Dable was already going to get the job. He says that John Elway showed up hungover to his interview with the Broncos a few years ago Jeez. before they hired Vic Fangio. It's a really, really ugly story, and, and I'm not dismissing it because it's it's bad. And, and you know, the NFL – We'll deal with this, how they deal with it. We'll see what happens. But something that's getting talked about a little bit less in all yep, of this, Al, yep. is the fact that Brian Flores said that the Dolphin owner, Stephen Ross, offered to incentivize him $100,000 for mm-hmm. every game he would lose. Is that not game-fixing? I, I mean, I'm, I'm genuinely asking. this: you, If you fix games, you go to jail. Right? That, that's a crime. You can't do that. They, we talk about point shaving. Guys go to prison for this stuff. Why is he able to offer the head coach of his team a $100,000 incentive to, to throw games, and that's not a crime? Well, how is that not a huge deal? So I, I don't have an answer to that, but I will say that I don't think it's uncommon at all that franchises are like, hey, we get a better draft pick. It is what it is. But to pay your coach, hey, can you yeah. go, do me a favor? Can you make sure to get an L for our team so that we have a higher chance of getting a higher draft pick? Now, there's – I'm going to use this as an example. You remember when Lakers were going before LeBron came, every year it seemed like, all right, Lakers are in uh, – the draft pick meant more than winning games. The, the games are meaningless. Whether you win 15 games or you win 25, you're not in the playoffs. Your franchise is going nowhere. It's in your best interest – to lose some of these games because you got a better shot at going to get one of these top picks. But I'm pretty sure what's not happening is, hey, what if I scratch you some money to make sure that you lose that game? I, I never heard of anything like that. And I know that's you know just one of the storylines. I thought the, the Belichick piece of texting um, Brian Flores thinking it was a different Brian yeah. and basically already congratulating him on his job. And he's like, wait a minute here. I have a second interview coming up. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. It, it, it almost, you know, this kind of it's sets fixed. the whole, that I was just going to say, it sets the whole thing up. How disrespectful. To Deeply even, disrespectful. Yeah. And, and rigged. There's no, I mean, look, you may think I don't have a great chance of getting this job. But at least if you go in there thinking they haven't made up their mind, I got a chance to sell them on this. Yep. yep. I've got a chance to sell them on me and my. All you want is a legitimate a, opportunity. A That's it. And it was already, it was predetermined. And, and there's nothing worse than that. But to to your point about the Lakers a few years ago, there there's a huge difference between an organization bringing the coach in and hiring a guy and saying, "Listen, we're in this for the long haul. We want to make sure that we are set up for success over the next several years. And the way that we're going to be set up for success is we're going to have to acquire really good players. And it's going to take some time. And we need to make sure that the acquisition of these players, our best chance to do that is through the draft. And so let's make sure that we're really focused long term. What you're Let's develop them, the younger yes, players that are on your team. Exactly. Let's bring up players from exactly. the G League and use see them they and got. see if these guys <laughs> – See what yes. they got. Yep. There are, there's language to – Say what you need to say. That's not. Hey, listen. For every game you lose, I'll give you a hundred grand. That that's that's the. Uh, and by the way, he's not the only one saying it. Hugh Jackson also said that he was offered incentives uh, incentives to to lose games when he was in the league. Hmm. That is. Think think about what you're asking this man to do. And we'll talk about Brian Flores specifically. You're asking him to put out a garbage product that has his name on it, 
and he gets a couple extra hundred thousand dollars along the way. Brian, look, unless you're Bill Belichick, you're going to be around. You're going to bounce around, and Bill Belichick bounced around the league forever until he got to New England. You're telling me you want in my first head coaching job ever to intentionally lose. You want me to tell my players who are every snap that they play is an audition for their next employer, right? That if I'm not going to be on the Dolphins my life. I might be on the Jags. I might be on the Seahawks. I might be on the Browns. I don't know, but I do know that whoever's going to offer me a job is going to go look at the tape, and you're telling me to tell these guys to lay down? Hmm. It's so deeply offensive to the spirit of athletics, to the spirit of competition. And, and I'm, I'm not kidding. I, I'm a lawyer. It, it, there has to be at least one lawyer listening to us out there, right? Is this not illegal to tell, to have a con? These games are gambled on. People gamble on these games mm-hmm. legally. And now you're telling me that one side of this is saying, hey, uh, make sure that you don't win this game today. I don't understand how that's not – it's deeply offensive, but how is it not a crime? By the way, how about how about Brian Flores also, you know, deciding for his own career, for his own – 18 years, I was listening to him. I think he was on CBS this morning. They're he playing was on with on, Key and Stephen A. this morning too. Oh, he went on with them. I yeah. was actually listening to Keyshawn and Max, and, um, and they were playing one of the clips was him on with CBS and 18 years in the league, and – Kind of just you know making the decision of, I don't care what this costs me personally. I don't care. I can keep my mouth shut, and I could go to try to go potentially get one of these jobs down the road in the NFL. Instead of playing that card, it's no. I'm I'm completely comfortable with. Let me be the face of going after the NFL. Let me be the face of saying I'm going to blow this thing up and. Uh, I commend what he's doing. I don't know what the result's going to be. NFL is obviously as powerful as any corporation that's out there, but I, I can't tell you how much I respect what he's doing and um, some of the, you know, put all the pieces together the way they, they connect. It's it's fishy. It's unfortunate. Let's put it that way. All right, let, let's go back to the Lakers here coming up in a minute because there was a quote that Ramona had from an anonymous Laker uh, source saying that we sink every time LeBron's not around. And that's not just bad news for tonight because he's not going to play. That's bad news for everything moving forward. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.